Hello, my beautiful people. Welcome to another episode of my podcast, Things Can Be Worse. I'm your host, Bailey Diedrich, and today we're filming, we're recording a very a very chill, laid-back episode because I feel like we need to go into this topic very, like, cool-headed, very level-headed. Um, okay, I don't know why I'm saying all of this. All I'm trying to get at is I did not feel like getting ready for this episode whatsoever. My hair is not done. My makeup's not done. I don't really give a fuck, but I just thought I would say like try to come up with some excuse i just didn't want to if you guys want me to be completely honest i will be because when am i not basically i don't really have a plan for this episode whatsoever and i feel like that's not a good thing with this episode because this is something that i almost feels like needs to be structured somewhat or at least like have topics like i have a piece of paper here if you're watching visually and i literally have like six bullet points on it and usually my page is filled like front and back super tiny font and i have everything planned out today's different today we're not planned um i'm not feeling like a planned episode i feel like just sitting here and talking and hopefully it works out basically today i'm gonna be talking a little bit about drama and what to do when drama occurs and how to handle it and how to handle dramatic friends and you know just like drama because I feel like in middle school and high school, um, especially, there's so much drama that can take place. Just like personal drama, relationship drama, friendship drama, drama that you're not even a part of, but somehow you get dragged into it. Like, I feel like there's so much drama. And I think that's because people don't really know how to deal with their feelings still. Because, like, you're growing and you're learning how to be, like, an actual, like person and it can be really tricky to like navigate those feelings and like know how to react so I feel like a lot of like unneeded drama just like gets stirred up in like middle and high school and I feel like sometimes while you're growing like you and a friend can grow in completely different directions like you might have had a friend since you were like children and now recently there's been like a whole bunch of drama between you guys there's a whole bunch of problems like they're just it's just like different and i feel like sometimes we need to know how to like navigate those situations because they can be really tricky so today i'm going to be giving you guys a little backstory on all of the drama not all of the drama we would be here for multiple business days if i was going to tell you all the drama in my life but i'm going to talk about kind of like my history with drama and how I've kind of evolved over the years with it. And then we're going to get into some personal tips and tricks I have for dealing with drama and staying out of drama and just like, you know, making your making making your positive a plate, making your life a more positive plate. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, yeah. Today's episode is going to be a tough one. Um, oh, I also forgot at the end of this episode, I asked you guys over on the Things Could Be Worse pod Instagram account to submit your own personal stories. I basically said just like spill any tea, tell me in a drama in your life regarding, you know, your friends, boyfriends, girlfriends, teachers, like literally anything. And I'm just going to be reading them and kind of giving my input or advice. Like if it's them asking for advice and I'll give my advice. If not, I'll just kind of give my input and give unsolicited advice because I love doing that. I literally am so thirsty today. Like I can't drink enough water. Like I said in last episode, um, I've been drinking so much more water because of my little Stanley cup dupe that I got and I love it, but I just, it like the water tastes so good out of it. I can't stop drinking it. But anyways, let's get into my history with drama because there's a lot. I used to be such a dramatic person. It almost seemed like I craved drama, like I thrived off of drama. I definitely 
you know, stirred things up back in the day. I loved to stir things up. And I think honestly, that was because I was so lost as a person. I mean, I was 12 years old. So what the fuck do you expect? Like, of course I'm lost as a person. I don't know who I am. I don't know who I want to be, but I feel like I was like insecure and I feel like I just had no idea like what I cared about and like what actually mattered to me. So I would just create chaos. So as far as I can remember, there really wasn't much drama in my life until like fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. Um, And it really started coming out in fifth grade just because I was in a friend group of three. And if you know anything about friend groups of three, if you've personally been in one or you've seen one unravel or whatever, they're really hard to navigate, especially when you're young, especially when you're 12 years old and you are just jealous of every single thing and get mad and get petty um if you're older you can definitely make it work like I was in like a friend group of three just like last year like a year and a half ago and it was perfectly fine because nobody got jealous nobody got mad like you have to have an understanding you have to be very understanding when you're in like a friend group of three because like if the other two people go hang out you can't be upset because like eventually you're gonna hang out with just like one person one-on-one and then the other person's gonna be left out but it's not like a competition thing and in fifth and sixth grade we didn't know how to realize that so it was constantly fighting constantly arguing you know if I hung out with one of them the other one was mad if they hung out I was mad mad so it was just it was a little bit of a shit show and it was definitely a very hard time because I just I I felt like I was fighting for like them to like me because it always felt like I was being left out and that's just how it felt for me talking to them now it's like okay we were all kind of feeling that and then I was a bitch because I was just feeling left out and I was insecure and whatever 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 so during that time my life was just full of drama it got to the point where literally like we had to sit down at one of our houses like this happened multiple times we would have to like sit down at one of our houses with our parents and like talk about it and now that's like a very logical thing to do if you're having issues with your friends you need to sit down and talk through them and communicate not just like bitch at each other over snapchat when you shouldn't even have snapchat because you're fucking 12 so looking back on it now it makes sense why our parents were like y'all need to fucking chill out sit down have a conversation be mature about it but i didn't want to be i wanted to be a little bitch because i honestly like i didn't like the drama but i was just so consumed in it that like that was my life because that's how that dynamic was you know what I mean so despite our parents trying to have a sit down and talk things through and uh, be mature about it it didn't help it got really bad we had to stop being friends and by we I mean they chose to completely cut me off like with no explanation I mean I didn't need an explanation because I knew why like I was being a bitch but I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and not play the victim like I'm not saying I'm a victim, I'm not saying they're the victim. I'm just saying that we all should have been able to like get over it because they just completely cut me off right before middle school, left me with no friends. And these two girls, like they're still my best friends today. Like we've reconnected. And one is literally Ryan, who if you watch my YouTube videos, you probably know really well. Um, but yeah, um, left me with no friends going into middle school. Definitely a little traumatic, but I deserved it low-key like it was really good for me I'm really glad that I had a year without them like I had a year to like grow and you know get over all of like my pettiness so going into middle school I made like a new group of friends they were great really had my back when I needed them and then I mean middle school wasn't terrible but I feel like there's just so much drama like all the time there's always like 
rumors and there's always like shit talking and it's just like always I don't know I feel like there's always issues like I can't pinpoint anything in particular but there was definitely still a lot of drama in middle school regardless of me not necessarily being with those friends that were like you know causing the like the drama dynamic like it wasn't them causing it but like that being friends with them like it was just not healthy so yeah middle school definitely still very drama filled and then I would say beginning of high school um still I kind of was getting over it but I was still very involved and like I loved to shit talk I loved all that but I definitely didn't deal with like too much drama I mean particular things here and there but um now today you could not pay me to react to drama unless I'm watching it like it's not like I'm not a part of it which is kind of fucked up but like we're all human you know other people arguing other people fighting hearing the tea about a different situation that you're not in it's interesting I am not gonna sit here and tell you guys okay we need to cut out all drama in our lives don't you talk shit I don't want you to do any of this like in a perfect world yes do not engage do not talk do not do anything but we're fucking human you know what I mean like it's it's normal to like want to discuss that stuff so I'm gonna try to give you like a healthy balance between like sometimes you know engaging in it because it's at the end of the day it's interesting but then like also like we need to like be able to protect our peace type of thing I literally don't even have topics like I just have like five random bullet points that like don't go together and are really confusing me now that I'm just looking at this paper um what should I talk about (laughs) why do I have a podcast again remind me I don't know okay I think I'm gonna start with like how to limit drama in your life because at the end of the day you guys like dramas like the dramas in our lives aren't a part of us it's just like reactions to like things that are shitty or things whatever like you know what I mean like sometimes there's drama like people start rumors that are literally about nothing for no reason and it hurts people and like that's like the fucked up drama like I'm gonna talk to you guys about how to react and what to do if that type of shit happens to you like somebody screws you over I'm gonna talk about that in a little bit but like it's very important to realize that drama is something that happens outside of us and like I said it's okay to engage sometimes and you know talk about it in the friend group talk about it in the group chat you know what they say but there's so many things where it's like if you over engage in it it's going to consume you and anything that you over engage over indulge in is going to make you feel like shit like i'm not trying to like bring up like eating and stuff but if you sit there and you eat like eight bags of fucking like family-sized Dorito bag chips, you're gonna feel like shit afterwards. Physically, probably, yeah, and also, like, emotionally, mentally, because you're like, why the fuck did I just literally give myself cancer with, like, eight bags of Doritos, you know what I mean? So, there's that whole thing, like, actually, like, making you feel like shit. Like, drama will make you feel like shit. It will drain you. It will make you feel stressed out. If you're constantly engaged in it, like, being consumed by the drama that's happening, with you or around you like it's eventually going to catch up to you and it's going to stop being this like fun little like oh my god drama and it's going to be like oh my like what do I do what do I do how do I get rid of this feeling um because I definitely got to that like before I kind of made my switch and realized that I'm going to stop giving a fuck about everything happening outside of me and like my immediate immediate circle um because it's just too much like it's too it's too fucking much I literally don't even know what I'm talking about. Like, what was I trying to get at? 
Oh yeah, how to limit drama. Okay, so number one, I need you to stop talking so much shit. And I know talking shit is fun. It's relieving. If you, if somebody pisses you off or you see somebody do something or you hear that somebody's doing something and you're like, what the fuck? Obviously, you want to go run and tell somebody because that's, again, just human nature. But if you're constantly talking shit, I'm sorry, but that's like manifesting really bad things because talking shit means you're in a negative mindset because you're talking shit like you have nothing better to do so you're talking shit or you feel so negatively about whatever situation is going on that you're talking shit and maybe you're inserting yourself in something that you don't even need to be inserted in and you're just talking shit to talk shit and you know sometimes once in a while that's okay like if something really fucking funny happens and you want to go talk shit to your friend I get it but when you do that too much it's just draining you like talking shit is so bad for your mental health and I can't stress that enough like once I stopped like paying so much attention to what everybody else was doing and trying to get the tea and trying to always be caught up on everybody else's drama I feel so much like more mentally clear and I know that sounds dramatic but like I'm <laughs> dramatic that's funny the episode is show. okay you get it it sounds dramatic like oh my god your life changed your head is so clear you stopped talking so much shit but it's true and I'm not gonna sit here like if you're one of my friends watching this and you're like oh my god that bitch still talks shit yes of course I do yes of course okay if it's me and my best friend we're gonna talk shit from time to time but um yeah just like eliminate you talking behind people's backs eliminate 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 it okay because that inserts you in drama it can pull you into drama and another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. You don't want to be a part of that. Going with that, you can't trust anyone, okay? You can't trust anyone, especially in middle and high school. You will tell somebody you think is your best friend. You'll talk shit to one of your best friends. And a day later, they're running their mouth telling everyone what you just told them. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That was supposed to be between us. And now you're telling everyone. And everybody's mad at me for what I said. But what I said was only supposed to be said to you, not the whole fucking school. So what is this all about? But then it's like, can you really be mad at that person? Like you're sharing shit behind people's backs that you don't want to get out so like just don't say it in the first place but also I get it I get it you need to get it out sometimes I keep saying that but that's why it's really important to find like your one person that you're gonna choose to talk shit with whether that's your best friend or your sister or your brother or maybe it's your fucking mom maybe your mom is the person that you're gonna tell the tea to maybe just to get it off your chest if you feel the need to like tell someone so bad just say it to your fucking mom if you guys are close, say it to anybody. Say it to 
I don't care. You know what I mean? I don't care who you say it to, but I would try to like pick one person that you are going to open up on that type of level and like talk shit about people. Because if you talk shit to everybody constantly, it's going to get around and you're just going to be like, you know, like you're going to get caught. And that's just drama. So don't do that. If I'm like sitting with all my girlfriends and we're all kind of discussing like a situation that's happening or something that went down between two people and everybody's kind of like pitching in, like saying their piece, talking shit or not even talking shit, but just like talking about the situation. I'm like very careful now. Um, Not that I don't trust my friends, but I just feel like there's no point in confiding in everyone about such like negative things that I'm not a part of. You know what I mean? Like I'll definitely like pitch in, but if I'm like gonna go talk shit, I'm gonna go to my best friend Ryan and that's just how it is. So um, yeah, I don't know. Just like realize you can't trust everyone and whatever you say behind people's backs there's a high chance that it's, that it's going to get out and then you are going to look like the bad person and I know that's not your intentions. I mean, I hope I hope it's not. So just like limit the shit talking and if you're going to shit talk, you need to find that one person that you can actually trust with that information. My next tip for limiting the drama in your life is to stay away from the people that create the drama right? This is kind of common sense, but it kind of takes a while to realize that, oh my god, my my best friend is the problem. You know what I mean? Like, my best friend is the one always running her mouth, always getting herself in fucking arguments and fights and all this shit. Um, It might be hard to see that, but it might be happening. Like, your closest friends could be the ones that are the problem, and once you realize that and kind of, like, distance yourself, you'll realize how much less drama is going on in your life in general um so like if people are just like really chaotic like if you have people in your life that are really chaotic they're always starting shit they're always causing problems they're always in arguments with people try like i'm not saying you have to completely cut them off but i would say you know be able to cut yourself or cut them off before it come becomes like an actual problem because eventually it it might and you'd rather be able to like scope that person like that type of person out before you get super close with them and then they become like oh my god (laughs) i'm really i'm really having a hard time with words today okay i'm gonna put this in simple terms say you make a new friend and you think she's super cool and fun and whatever and then like a couple months go by and you can slowly start realizing that like okay she is a little bit you know she's always kind of talking shit she's always got an issue with someone somebody's always got an issue with her she's always in arguments somebody's mad at somebody all the time you kind of have to be self-aware enough to realize that that's probably not the best type of person to be friends with i mean you can be friends with them but not like close friends with because you know it's just unnecessary it's unnecessary it's not a good look and it's not a good type of friend to have because chances are if they're talking shit about everyone else constantly they're probably talking shit about you when you're not around that's like the biggest piece of advice like if you're around people and they're constantly talking shit chances are they're talking shit about you too so take that into consideration as well but i would say just be able to like scope those type of people out before you get super close with them and i know sometimes it happens we get super close with people and then we're like oh my fucking god this 
bitch is crazy what do I do because like I love her but like she's the problem like she's the problem and then you just have to do what's best for you and unfortunately what's best for you is to not be friends with them because it's exhausting it is so exhausting being friends with people that are just consumed with drama and all they care about is like it's like they're running around just like looking for problems and like looking for the tea and it's like shut the fuck up let's just like watch this movie bitch like god damn so yeah there's definitely other ways that you can limit the drama in your life but i feel like a big one is just like who you surround yourself with um and just like not participating like it's as easy as that because if you're not participating you know there isn't a chance for you to get brought into it really unless it's just like unsolicited like people being fucking rude to you for no reason which will definitely happen at some point in your life like people will make up rumors people will just say shit that just isn't true and that happens and you know there's nothing you can really do about that because like people are shitty and they're gonna like try to fuck you over for whatever reason but like just try to be a good person. That's my biggest advice. You guys, once I started putting emphasis and my focus on just like being a happy, good person to others and like actually treating others how I would like to be treated. I know it sounds like we're in a preschool class treat. Guys, 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 we got to treat others how we want to be treated. Remember, remember, I know this fucking golden age shit here. I, I don't think that was the right type of metaphor to use but like we've been hearing this our whole life the goal oh the golden rule that's why i said golden age oh my god brains are crazy anyways um the golden rule treat people how you want to be treated i feel like we hear it we say oh yeah we're gonna do that and then we're bitches for no reason <laughs> so just be nice just be nice and limit your shit talking and if you're gonna do it do it very carefully and that's really all i can tell you and cut those bitches off. Cut those toxic bitches off because you deserve a friend that is going to value your sanity and realize that drama is pointless and it's stupid and it's exhausting and it's draining and it's so much better to live your life peaceful than being in all this chaos and shit all the time. So the next thing I want to talk about is how to deal with someone talking shit or screwing you over. Like somebody they whether you did something to them in the past and they're doing this or maybe they're just doing it for no reason i mean the amount if i had a nickel bitch if i had fucking if i had a penny for every time somebody made some shit up about me that was just completely false i would be so rich i mean maybe not but it's happened you know it's happened a lot of times and I feel like especially for me kind of being I'm in the public eye you know I post my whole life on social media I have a following and a lot of people from my school I just talked about this in one of my recent YouTube videos a lot of people that I went to school with just hated me because they had preconceived ideas of me or they thought that I was going to be a bitch just because I had like followers and that's like completely not the reality um but I couldn't you know, change people's opinions. When people have preconceived ideas of you or they think they know you because of what you post online or they think they know you because of stories they've heard, like they're going to stick with those things unless you actually make an effort to like become friends with them and then change their minds, which I don't have fucking time to be friends with everybody at my school and like change their minds. So like I got to a point where like 
if you if you had these ideas about me, I didn't really care because at the end of the day, I know the type of person that I am and I'm okay with the type of person that I am. I'm happy with the type of person that I am. So it's not worth my time trying to prove to everyone that I'm a good person because good people don't need to prove that they're good people. That's one of my favorite quotes. If you're trying to prove that you're a good person, you're probably not a good person because if you feel the need to prove it, you know, it's just not really adding up there. But yeah, so many rumors, so many just like untrue things have been said about me over the years and it used to really, really bother me, you know, because who wants, who wants to hear some fake shit about themselves? It's like one time I remember my freshman year, there was a rumor going around about me and my friend that we took pregnancy tests in the school bathroom and that's crazy because I was a virgin in during my freshman year. You know what I mean? I was a virgin. So why the fuck would I be taking a pregnancy test? And then it's just like, oh my God, like everybody's going around saying, oh my God, Bailey took a pregnancy test at school and she's a whore. And oh my God, I can't believe she lost her virginity. I didn't, bitch. It was untrue. But like, and I got mad, but it was kind of just like, I kind of laughed that one off because it was like, what the fuck? Like, actually, who made, like, who came up with that? Because I need to talk to them and Loki give them a pat on the back because that shit was creative. You pulled that so far out of your ass, it's, it's surprising. I used to get really bothered, not that particular situation, but like other situations, if people just like made up stories, like obviously that's gonna like hurt you a little bit. It's gonna make you upset because then other people will spread the story and like take it even farther. And by the end of it, it's like, oh my God, everybody thinks this about me. Everybody thinks I'm a bitch. Everybody thinks I'm a whore. Everybody thinks I did this when I didn't. And it sucks, but I hate to break it to you guys you don't need revenge. You don't need confrontation. You don't need, you don't need it. Unless this rumor is like a really big deal, like somebody really close to you made up a rumor or it's like really affecting you like deeply, deeply, deeply and you feel like if it was addressed with the person, it would have a better outcome. But most of the time, if you're going to confront somebody that started a rumor about you or is talking shit, they're going to deny it um, and then they're going to go and they're going to make it even worse because they got caught and now they need to like, you know, keep going or they're going to, um, wait, what did I write down? Oh, I don't know. It'll just make matters worse sometimes. Like if you go up to the girl or the guy that's talking shit and you say like, I heard what you said about me, they probably are going to be like, <gasps> what? What are you talking about? I didn't say that. Who said that I said that? You know what I mean? Like, people just do that. Like, obviously, if they're talking shit all behind your back and not to your face, when you actually go up to their face, they're not going to, like, willingly admit that they're talking shit, especially if it's a fake rumor, because then they just look stupid. Like, if they just made it up, it's like, you look stupid. You know what I mean? So, unless this is, like, your best friend, you know what I mean, started like talking shit, then I guess that calls for a conversation Um, and there's definitely mature ways to go about that and I can get into that in a little bit. But um, yeah, just like you don't, you don't need to engage. I know it sucks. I know it's going to hurt your feelings. Like if people are just like saying stuff about you, that's not true. Or maybe it is true and you just like hate that it's going around. You know what I mean? I've definitely been in situations like that too. It's like, damn, I'm fucking pissed, but I can't even be that pissed because it's true. Like, I did definitely say that to that girl. 
So I don't know what to do here. But yeah, point is, don't respond to drama and rumors and people screwing you over based off of your initial reaction because um, that's not going to end well because right when you hear something, your feelings are going to be intense. You know, you're going to be pissed off. You're going to be mad. You're going to be upset. You're going to be annoyed. You're going to be hurt. So going and directly saying something to the person right away in the heat of the moment is not a good idea because you're not calm and you're probably going to say some things that you don't want to say and then it just becomes a problem that didn't need to become a problem and then that's drama. You know, you might think just the rumor alone was the drama, but you actually going and confronting the rumor is going to cause a whole bigger type of thing and if you want to deal with that fucking go for it but if you don't want to deal with it and you're like I just want this drama to be over just don't say anything because the second that the person that made up the rumor the person or the people trying to screw you over realize you don't give a fuck they're gonna stop because what's the point of spreading rumors and shit if you don't give a fuck just distance yourself and honestly say nothing the person that's trying to screw you over is probably just projecting their own insecurities and their own feelings onto you and they just feel like their life is so chaotic or they feel like their life is so boring that they need to create the chaos I feel like that's a huge thing like I've noticed like a lot of people that kind of don't have anything going on for themselves like they don't have you know I don't want to get into it like be specific but I feel like a lot of people that don't really have much going for them they want to create things so they start drama and they create chaos for other people and that's really unfortunate but it's life so I don't know I just I'm just trying to tell you guys don't waste your time and your energy trying to stand up for yourself in a situation where like you don't need to or you shouldn't I always want to encourage standing up for yourself like if you're getting like bullied or like something actually serious, like it's a serious rumor where like you're like, oh my god, I did not do that, like whatever, 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 like it's actually serious, then stand up for yourself, but you need to make the judgment, like pick your battles, you know what I mean? You got to pick and choose your battles, you can't take them all on. You don't need revenge, those people are going to get their karma. Believe me, in a lot of situations where people made things up about me or, you know, try to screw me over, a couple months, couple years down the road, they got what they deserved. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of honestly, there's few people that like really had it out for me and um, just were constantly saying things weren't true or maybe they were true. They were just saying shit all the time. Like they couldn't get my name out of their mouth. Um, few, few years later, I honestly kind of feel bad for them you know, like karma really bit them in the ass and it's probably because they were shitty people, not just to me, but to a lot of people. So there's that. That's all I have written down on the piece of paper, but I am going to go into, what was I going to say? Um, oh, how to actually confront somebody how to initiate that conversation of you sticking up for yourself because there's definitely a right and a wrong way to do it like I said you don't want to do it in the heat of the moment when feelings are high and you're pissed off you want to be able to like step back from the situation and relax calm down analyze it a little bit and then go in and try to have a conversation again if this is not somebody that you're very close with I wouldn't do it. I mean, if you just want to be a bitch, this is like, I don't like this because, okay, there's two different types of people. There's the people that are like, you know, uh, 
if you're gonna talk shit to me say it to my face like that that type of person that's like well i'm gonna stand up for myself i'm gonna confront you like if there's one thing i'm gonna do i'm gonna confront you i'm gonna say it to your face like there's that type of person and then there's the type of person which i think is honestly a lot more emotionally mature where they realize like it doesn't fucking matter your entire life you're gonna deal with people saying stuff about you sorry I personally don't love confrontation and I never have and I will rarely go up to someone and be like what the fuck do you say because like I just don't care if it's a big enough problem then I will but I don't know I feel like you just need to take a step back if you are gonna go confront someone you need to take a step back and you need to cool off and then you need to go into the conversation in the proper way you can't just like go up to them in the hallway at school and just start yelling at them because what the fuck is that gonna do make the problem bigger and i don't want you to do this over text if you're gonna confront someone the last thing that i recommend doing is over text because that is never gonna work it's never gonna get anywhere it's you can't read emotion you can't read context like it's so hard over text never if my biggest piece of advice i have for you in this entire life do not argue, fight, confront any of that over text. Like conversations that call for like actual conversation that's like deeper than just like everyday talk need to be done in person because they just can't get across the way that they're supposed to over text. And people can lie so much easier over text and people don't get nervous and like get choked up and you can't tell if somebody's being, you know what I mean? So just like don't do it over text go up to them in person when the time is right you know it's not like a huge scene or anything and talk to them and just be like really really chill this is the kicker you can't be angry you can't be visibly angry you can't have like an attitude or a tone you just have to be like hey um so i heard that you said xyz about me and i was just wondering where you got that from because um that's completely untrue and say it like that right and they're gonna be like caught off guard because they expect you to just be saying something normal because you're all calm and shit they don't expect for you to be like coming at them so they're gonna be caught off guard and they're gonna be probably in denial and then what you can say back is just like okay <laughs> like if they're gonna deny it just be like okay honey like all right all right i'll remember this i'll remember this like i don't know you just have to be cool and calm and collected and then if they do deny it or they don't deny it and they just get like worked up and they start getting like flustered and you can tell that they're getting like when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now they're anxious or maybe they're getting fucking excited because they love this drama they love it but um most people don't love their own drama so the second that you confront them it's making it their drama you know what i mean because before it was just your drama 
because you're the one with the rumor going around. So I don't know. They'll probably get angry or flustered if they start yelling. That is a winner. That is a winner in my opinion. If they get really mad and you stay cool and chill and calm, that is so good. That's the best thing you can do because you're going to make them look fucking crazy. Like if you're sitting there and you're like, whoa, whoa, this doesn't have to be a problem. Like, why are you so upset? Like, why are you so mad right now? Like, just make them feel stupid. And that's really the best way to go about it. That's kind of if it's like a random stranger talking about you. If you have like an actual friend, I guess it kind of still applies. But I mean, I would limit out the pettiness and I would actually like sit down and be vulnerable and have a conversation. And if your friend, you consider them your close friend, they don't even care what you're being vulnerable about or like they don't have anything to add and they're just like yeah whatever that's not your friend that's not your friend and you need to really do some serious um evaluations um reevaluating in your life because that's not the type of friend that you want to have that's not the type of friend that you deserve so yeah period i feel like that was so all over the place and i honestly have no idea if any of it made sense but um we're gonna get into something that might make a little bit more sense and that's the part where i read your guys's you know drama tea um story times and i give my input so let's do a few of these how long am i recording for wait i can't see Okay. Okay. We're going to do like 10 minutes of this, I think. Okay. So the first DM I got says, so I had this one friend I knew for my whole life and we always hung out and I had this other friend I knew for like six years and I was hanging out with the one I knew for my whole life one day and the one I knew for six years was coming too. So I introduced them to each other and they pushed me out of the group and ignore me and now have their own group with my cousins and it irritates me. They're also making people dislike me. So this is is very complex. Um, it was a little hard to read, I'm not gonna lie, but I feel you. I definitely feel you. This is kind of how I felt um, when, you know, so I'm gonna go a little bit farther. So in fifth grade, I was really close with this girl, Lily Kate, um, and because we were in like the same class and like in elementary school, you just are in your same classroom every single day, like with the same people, like you don't have classes with other people. So it was just me and Lily Kate. We got super, super close in fifth grade, but I had known Ryan since kindergarten, before kindergarten, and she kind of made her own friends in her fourth grade class, but there really wasn't any issues. Like we were still really good friends, but then when we went into sixth grade, I was on my own in my sixth grade classroom and then Lily Kate and Ryan were in a class together and this is where things got really tricky for me because I had just like went from having Lily Kate as my best friend um the year prior and now Lily Kate and Ryan were best friends because they had classes together and I really didn't I didn't have anyone so this is where I tried to be in their group like we tried to be a friend group of three but I just kept feeling like I was getting left out because like they were in class all day together and then they would make plans and then they would hang out on the weekends and I wouldn't be invited and it didn't you know because like okay I don't know how to put this but I basically felt I felt what you're feeling because I had a friend and then like my other two friends like they became friends and then you know, were friends without me. So I get this. This is really fucking hard because it's like, I feel like this happens to a lot of people and it's really sad because it sometimes makes no sense. Like there's no reason for it. And that's like even worse because it's like, well, what did I do? Like, why can't I be friends with you guys still? And it's just, 
I hate this. I'm so sorry that you're going through this because I know how much this sucks. I know it might really, really hurt. And especially if they're like making people dislike you, like that just sucks. Like that's so petty. It's so toxic. Um, But what my honest advice is for you is kind of what I ended up doing in middle school kind of just forget about them and do your best to make a new group of friends and you know kind of put them in your past because eventually someday if you guys are meant to be friends you're gonna rekindle you know it's gonna be able to once you guys get a little bit older or whatever whatever happens they get a little bit more mature you'll be able to be friends again if it's meant to be um that's what happened to me and my friends in sixth grade like we're really good friends now still but we had to take some time off from being friends because it just got unhealthy and you know if you kind of distance yourself make your own friends it's going to make them maybe miss you and you know you're going to be able to be with friends that actually value you and appreciate you and want to be your friend and not just like be rude to you so i would say you just need to as much as it hurts you need to kind of cut them off and forget about them for now and try your best to make some new friends Okay, the next one says, basically my friend likes this guy and she's too shy to talk to him, so she makes me talk to him for her and I have to ask his friend group to hang out with my friends, in quotations, we have mutual friends, because she's too scared to, etc. But because of doing that, I feel like the past couple of weeks, I, oh, oh my god, I didn't, I didn't read this before reading it out loud, oh my god, this is tea, okay, (laughs) But because of doing that the past couple of weeks, I think I like him, but I also think I just like talking to him. I do this with every guy. Girl, I feel you. Back before I had a boyfriend, every single guy that I would talk to for like a couple weeks or more and like actually like consistently talk to, I was like, oh my God, do I like them? When you really don't, but I, I get that. But the problem is our mutual friend told me that he likes me, not my friend. I don't know what to do because I'm obviously not going to date him because of my friend, but she also doesn't know he likes me or that I kind of like him because I'm too scared to tell her. Oh my god, this is so tough. This is so tough. I don't even know what to say. I I don't know what to say. This really sucks, but I feel like you can't control your feelings and um yeah this is really hard because i know you don't want to hurt your friend i feel like the good thing to do is kind of what you're doing just like don't act on it you know just keep doing what you're doing and you know kind of let things take their course on their own because you know the last thing you want to do is hurt your best friend but i mean if it gets to a point like later down the road and like still like nothing is changing and it's just still like the same back and forth i feel like almost then maybe say something but also like i don't know i feel like you just don't say anything right i don't know damn that is tough oh my god so many people sent them in i'm so sad that i can't read them all because you guys spent literally probably so long like writing these long ass paragraphs like some of these are really long and i can't get to all of them maybe i'll have to do another episode like this um and i can go back to them okay so this next one somebody slid up on the story that i posted and said i sent you one a little bit ago in your dms enjoy um this was from march 5th so a while ago um periodically i'll go through my dms and i'll answer them and we'll kind of like talk through your guys's problems and like i'll give my advice and my input and i'll like i don't know just talk to you um and that's so much fun so if you need any advice currently dm me and i can't promise you that i'm gonna get it to it and respond because i get so many but um 
there's a chance. So there's that. So she sent me this one. It says, hey Bailey, I just wanted to see if you could maybe answer this question in a podcast since I at least think many people struggle with the same thing as me. What do I do if all my friends and peers around me are more socially active and talk to boys while I just kind of sit back and hope for one? I tell myself I don't need one, but I feel sad thinking of a life without one. I just feel, or thinking of a life with one. I just feel like the people around me aren't making me feel as happy as a boyfriend would. P.S. There's this one guy who is one of my best friend's older brother. He's a junior and I'm a freshman. My mom likes him and thinks he's very helpful and trustworthy, but I feel like it isn't worth trying with him going to college after next year and me being two grades below him. I also don't really talk to him, but I kind of do. One of his friends told me he isn't really looking for a relationship, um, which is fine because I think me too, but he's the only boy I think about. What do I do? Oh, and also he's not that attractive, but like the personality makes up, you know, but he looks good to me. Okay, this is a lot. This is, there's a lot going on here. Um, I definitely kind of feel this, like when I was a freshman, I definitely put that out there. I kind of was like, you know, I don't want to be in a relationship, like relationships are stupid. I don't want a boyfriend. Um, like I definitely said that freshman year and like eighth grade and stuff, like when all my friends were kind of starting to like date and like talk to more guys and stuff. I always just like said that I didn't want a boyfriend, even though like deep down I maybe did. Um, so I definitely understand that, but I'm here to tell you that boys don't, don't, like, <laughs> I'll say this till the day that I die, relationships freshman year almost seem pointless to me because they rarely ever go anywhere. Um, when you're a freshman, like, I'm not trying to come at you because I was definitely in the same exact boat as you at one point. I felt like I wanted a boyfriend because, like, it'd be so fun and, like, we would be able to, like, go on cute dates and, like, all that, but it's, like, you can't even drive yet. You know what I mean? Like, wait till you can drive. Um... I would say, first of all, but also, like, realize that high school boys are idiots. Even if you do decide to go for this junior, he's still an idiot, probably. Like, he's nice, he's trustworthy, your mom likes him, but, like, he's not gonna fix your problems, and he's not gonna, like, be able to, like, if you're dealing with stuff, you said, like, the people in your life aren't making you as happy as, like, a boyfriend would. That's just, like, probably not true, and I think it's just because you don't have, like, I'm trying to be really honest here, because I think you like deserve my honesty and like my advice but um I feel like it's not worth it um I would just kind of let things happen naturally I know also kind of how it is to have like your friends be like more socially active and like talking to more guys and stuff um I get that I would say slowly just start working on your own ability to like be more social and talk to new people I think if you slowly work on that like relationships boys they're gonna come to you it's not something that you're gonna force anything that's actually meant to be and anything that's gonna actually work out for the you know work out for not even like the long run but like just actually be a good relationship it's gonna come to you unexpected so many people say that they find like their husbands or their wives or like their soulmates when they're not looking for a relationship at all eventually whenever whenever the time is meant to be you will get a boyfriend because I feel you girl like I freshman year like I hadn't dated anybody like I I didn't have like a real boyfriend at all until my boyfriend now and we like randomly like yes we were friends like freshman year but like something random happened and sophomore year we ended up dating or my sophomore year his junior year I don't know I think it's just really important to focus on yourself 
and realize that like a relationship isn't gonna fill some sort of void that you have I don't know if you have a void but like that's kind of how I thought like oh like a relationship's gonna fix all my problems and that's just not true I feel like take this time really work on yourself you said that like your friends are more socially active and like social and talk to more guys I completely understand that too I definitely was like that once I think just like really focus on yourself in these next couple of months and work on socializing and work on like meeting and talking to new people and get better at that and trust me trust your when your time is here you will find a boyfriend and it will be a great relationship but no good relationships should be forced you know what I mean I kind of had to learn that the hard way um things that are meant to be are going to fall into place I literally was in love with my boyfriend for like a year before we started dating and I honestly was trying to kind of force it into my life and I like now looking back on it I was not ready for a relationship at that point so it was good that it kind of took a year to actually fall into place so maybe you just need to kind of relax ride it out let things flow as they do and eventually something will fall into place and I I truly believe that because that's it's pretty much what happens to everybody okay you guys I'm actually gonna end off this episode because I need to eat dinner I'm starving I don't know if you can hear my stomach growling but it's been growling for the last like 10 minutes. Um, yeah, I think that this episode was kind of fun. It was definitely more just me ranting and talking super unorganized. My ADHD was going crazy, but maybe it was helpful. Um, I definitely like the advice um, pieces. I love like reading questions or giving advice at the end of episodes. So I think I'm going to start doing that in more of them like I've done it a few times but I really like it because it feels more personal like connected to you guys but yeah thank you guys so much for listening or watching if you're on YouTube um, if you're on YouTube please subscribe to this channel and turn on the post notifications so you never miss an episode and then also if you're listening on like Spotify or Apple please rate the pod five stars and leave me a review it really really helps me and I want to be able to continue doing this and growing my audience because I love this so much and it's so fun uh, but yeah I love you guys so much follow the social medias I say this every episode I feel like it gets really repetitive but the social media is fun okay especially the Instagram I mean go follow the TikTok too but the Instagram is fun I post a lot on there and I don't know I get to interact with you guys and you guys get to like be a part of the episode sometimes like you were like today so yeah I love you guys and I will see you in the next episode Bye.